Coming up on today's federal newscast, VA announces a reorganization. It's your last week to make your transition to SmartPay 3. And giving to the CFC on Giving Tuesday. Those stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's federal newscast. I'm Terry Wing. The Veterans Affairs Department is realigning the Health Administration to comply with the President's Reorganization Executive Order. Several programs and offices within VHA will move into five broad functions population health, health care education and training, research and academic affiliations, engineering services, and human resources. VA Secretary Robert Wilkie says the reorganization will alleviate some administrative burden on VA's networks and hospitals. It's not enough for the Office of Personnel Management to claim it's being innovative in the performance management space. That's the message from the Government Accountability Office. It says OPM has more room to be a strategic leader and promote best performance management practices. Agency Chief Human Capital Officers say they're looking for more research about what works in managing their employees. Federal supervisors might want to give their employees a little leeway if they're shopping online tomorrow. More now from Tom Temin in today's Management Report. Many will find those online deals irresistible during business hours. But on Tuesday, employees might be shopping for something else. Namely, a worthy charity they'll make a payroll deduction to support. Tomorrow is the Combined Federal Campaign's annual Giving Tuesday, part of a broader movement to counteract the season's consumerism. So cut them a little slack. The annual pledge season extends till January 11th. I'm Tom Temin. The Army has awarded a marketing contract to Omnicom's global advertising firm DDB Worldwide for 10 years and $4 billion. The contract arrives after an acquisition process that was marked by two protests from advertising agency McCann. McCann's first protest was sustained and led to the Army amending the initial request for proposals to include compliance reviews in the evaluation process. GAO announced last week the second protest, originally filed in August, was denied. The Trump administration is asking the Supreme Court to fast-track a decision on its attempt to bar transgender Americans from serving in the military. Three separate federal courts are dealing with lawsuits challenging the ban, and injunctions in those cases have kept it from going into full effect. The administration wants the high court to issue a definitive ruling by the end of the court's current term. The Navy's inability to move submarines in and out of shipyards on time has cost taxpayers an extra $1.5 billion over the past 10 years. That's according to a new estimate by the Government Accountability Office. GAO says the extra costs come from ships and their crew sitting idle while they're waiting for maintenance instead of performing operational missions. The GAO report released on Monday resulted from a congressional direction to review the readiness of the Navy's attack submarine fleet. The Pentagon's plans for its upcoming cloud computing contract may be bigger than what's advertised. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. 
In public, DOD has repeatedly pushed back against industry claims that the Jedi contract would be winner-take-all, including by saying it would only account for 20% of its demand for IT in the cloud. But as part of a bid protest, the department acknowledged it wants 80% of its applications to move to Jedi. The Pentagon says both figures are accurate, but the 20% figure only accounts for data hosting costs, not the number of systems the department plans to migrate. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Justice Department's Inspector General says the security clearance backlog is not necessarily an obstacle for the Justice Department to bring in employees with mission-critical skill sets. Justice's Inspector General says the department is using a waiver process to help expedite the onboarding of new employees and giving them an interim security clearance. The IG says, however, that is not a long-term solution, as Justice continues to struggle to recruit employees with expertise in cybersecurity and medical areas. The Senate Homeland Security Governmental Affairs Committee has scheduled a vote on the president's three nominees to finally fill the Merit Systems Protection Board. The committee needs to vote and clear the nominees in the full Senate by the end of the year. The president otherwise will need to appoint new nominees in 2019. MSPB has lacked a quorum since January 2017. Employees with government credit cards have less than a week to finalize their transition to SmartPay 3. The General Services Administration, which runs the program, says the new government purchase cards go into effect on November 30th. Between now and then, GSA says users should continue to use their existing purchase cards and cancel all reoccurring charges on those older cards. Contract maintenance remains a high-risk area for the Energy Department for the 28th straight year. Energy's Inspector General says despite nearly three decades of calling attention to how the department oversees more than 14,000 contracts worth more than $25 billion, several problems remain. The IG says it has identified continued vulnerabilities with project and vendor oversight, as well as less-than-adequate subcontract reviews. Contract management was one of seven top management challenges highlighted by the IG. U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services gains a permanent IT security chief. More now from Tom Timmon in today's IT report. Shane Barney is named Chief Information Security Officer effective Sunday, removing the acting from his title after two and a half years. Before that, Barney was chief of the agency's intelligence branch. Earlier, he'd worked there as a contractor. Barney has been deeply involved with an initiative at USCIS to integrate its multiple benefits applications processes using an application programming interface approach and reducing paperwork. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Or you can subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle there is at Federal Newscast. I'm Terry Wing.